0: the dream boat. Chris couldn't fall asleep. Try counting, his grandmother said. Maybe that will put you to sleep. One, two, three, Chris counted. Soon the bed began to rock. There was water everywhere. Chris seemed to be in the boat. The boat was moving around and around. It rocked in the waves. At last it reached a sandy beach. Chris jumped out of the boat. He made beautiful castles in the sand. Soon Chris was tired. He lay down and fell asleep. Morning came and Chris looked for his boat. It was gone. There was no beach. He was in his bed. Chris called to his grandmother. I can't find my boat. The beach is gone. You had a dream, she said. But was it a dream? Chris could feel sand in the corners of his eyes. Maggie's Walk One day, Maggie the turtle wanted to go for a walk. Who will walk with me? asked Maggie. Not me, said Ronnie the rabbit. I hop. I don't walk. And he hopped away down the road. Maggie turned to Sally the bird. Will you walk with me? she asked. I fly. I don't walk, said Sally. And she flew away. She flew higher and higher. Soon, she was just a tiny spot in a blue sky. Will you walk with me? Maggie asked Billy the raccoon. No, said Billy. The sun would set before we had gone ten steps. All the animals laughed. Nobody would walk with Maggie. Maggie was sad. Then she heard a voice. I'll walk with you, said the voice. Maggie turned around. Another turtle sat there. Where did the fish go? It was raining outside. Janet and Gary were playing a game inside. I'll hide this toy fish in your room, Janet said. Then you tried to find it. The fish was tiny and brown. Gary closed his eyes. Then Janet hid the fish. Ready, Janet said. Gary began to look. He looked under his bed. He looked through his boxes of toys. He looked all over the floor. He looked behind the door. I give up he said. I can't find it. Look some more, Janet said. I'll feed your pet fish. Gary looked at his two fish in their bowl. Goldie and Sandy were swimming around. A third fish was in the bottom of the bowl. It was brown. It wasn't doing anything. I've found it, Gary cried. Hello, bluebirds. Have you ever seen a bluebird? Once there were lots of them, but not now. Do you know why? Bluebirds need nests to lay their eggs. They hide their nests in holes in old trees. But old trees are hard to find, and big birds may find the trees first. They keep the bluebirds out. There are lots of people now, too. There are more buildings. There's not much room left for birds, You may want to help the bluebirds you can build nesting boxes for them the boxes should have small holes for doors the big birds can't get in then there will be more places for bluebirds to build nests they will lay eggs there will be baby birds you can say hello to bluebirds not goodbye can friends fight abby and pillar were friends One day they had a fight. Abby was sad and ran home. Abby's father saw her crying. What happened? he asked. Abby told him about the fight. Now we won't be friends, she said. Fights don't always last, her father said. This one will, Abby said. We're both mad. And you're both sad, he said. Do you think Pillar is sad too? Abby asked. Then I'll try to be her friend again. That's a good idea, her father said. Maybe she will try too. The next day, Abby met Pillar. I was sad after our fight, Abby said. I was too, Pillar said. Let's be friends again, Abby said. Pillar smiled and said, we'll always be friends. Friends can have fights. But not too many, Abby said. Fighting isn't fun. Lester's Day Out One day, a zoo worker was cleaning the lion's cage. She forgot to close the door of the cage. Lester the lion got out. Soon Lester saw a man and a boy walking through the zoo. Look dad, said the boy, there's a lion out of its cage. Don't be silly, said the father. Then he saw Lester too. His eyes grew wide and he yelled, help, help. Lester ran away. All the monkeys made noise as Lester passed their cages. The bears did too. Lester didn't like that. So he thought he'd leave the zoo. Lester came to a busy street. Cars blew their horns. They made the most noise of all. Lester knew what to do. His cage was still open. Soon he was safe inside. He thought, how quiet. Who is like you? There are a lot of people in the world. They all look the same from a long way off. They all have a head and body. They all laugh and cry. They all think about things. They all feel things. They all dream about things they want to do. They all need air. They all need food and water. They need to sleep. They need someone to love them. In these ways, people all seem the same but they are not the same. They don't think the same way. They don't feel the same way. They dream different dreams, and they want different things. No one is the same as anyone else. So, who is like you? No one in the world is just like you. You are special. There is only one you. The Monster Who Wasn't There Carmen Heard Her Sister Coming She hid in the closet. Carmen, where are you? Anna called. Carmen jumped out. Boo! She yelled. I'm going to get you. I'm the monster who lives in this closet. You didn't scare me, Anna said, laughing. Later that night, Carmen had a bad dream. She looked at the closet. The door was open. There was a dark thing inside. It was tall. It had a big round head. There's a monster in the closet, Carmen cried. Carmen's mother and father came running. They looked in the closet. There was a long box. Carmen's big ball was on top of the box. Some monster, Carmen's father said. Go back to sleep. All right, Carmen said, but close the closet door first. Off to camp. Are you ready for camp, Fred? His mother asked. She handed Fred his lunch. The bus is here. Fred looked sad. What's wrong, Fred? Will I know anyone who is going to camp? Fred asked. Oh, you'll bump into someone you know, Mother said. The bus came and Fred got on. He sat in front. He was alone. I'm sorry that I'm going, he thought. Just then, he heard a voice. Fred, is that you? The voice asked. Fred turned around. His friend Curtis was behind him. The bus started up and Fred moved back to join Curtis. Just then the bus rocked. Fred bumped into Curtis. Fred laughed as he sat down. What's so funny? Curtis asked. Mother said I'd bump into a friend, he cried. And I did. Now camp will be fun. The Glass Lizard Chen lived far away in China. His house was a boat. The family had no money, but they had their love for each other. Sometimes Chen was hungry. Once he said, let's sell the glass lizard. We need food. No, Chen's father said. My grandmother gave us the glass lizard. We must always keep it. The glass lizard was beautiful. It was very old. The next day, Chen picked up the lizard. Just then, he heard a cry. Help! His sister Li was falling off the boat. What should Chen do? Drop the lizard? Or help Li? Which? Chen reached for Li. The glass lizard fell. It broke into bits. But Li was safe. Then something happened. The bits of glass moved. The glass lizard went back together. It was the magic of love. Someone to play with. Mike had a new ball. He wanted to play catch. Mike went to his sister, Joan. Will you play catch with me? I can't, Joan said. I'm drawing this picture for Mother. Her birthday is soon. Mike found his father. He was making a cake. This is for your mother's birthday, he said. What are you giving her? Mike didn't know. He wanted to play catch. Then he thought of something. On her birthday, Mother got some nice things. She got two things from Mike. One was a small dog of wood that he had made. The other was a ball. Why did you give her that ball? asked Joan. Maybe she will play catch with me, Mike said. Sure, said Mother, and she tossed the ball to Mike. Keeping Secrets Once people couldn't write. But they found ways to tell the news. One way was to build a fire. The smoke was a message. Others far away could see it. Later, people learned to write. But some things had to be secrets. So they used marks for words or letters. Or they used numbers. The marks and numbers were codes. Jim has a message for Eve. He writes a note. Someone else could read it. So Jim writes in their secret code. Here's the code. Each number stands for the letter below it. Jim writes, the message is, meet me at the cave. Here's a secret message for you. Can you read it? It's in Jim's code. Home before dark. Every day after school, they played ball. They played until it began to get dark. Time to go home. One day, the ball rolled away. I've lost my new ball, Peter said. I'm sorry, said Robert. I have to go home. I'll be late, Elizabeth said. Kate thought to herself. Mother and Dad said to be home before dark. But Peter looked sad. I'll help you. Kate said. They looked and looked. At last, they found the ball. Kate ran home. Her father and mother were waiting. You're late, they said. Are you all right? Kate told them about the ball, and they were not angry. Kate had helped Peter. Night Lights in the Ocean All Fish Can Swim at Night But one kind really likes to swim in the dark. It's called the flashlight fish, and it has its own lights. The flashlight fish has a spot under each eye. These spots give off light. The lights are like a car's lights. They turn on and off. When the fish gets hungry, the lights come on. Smaller fish see them, They swim to the lights. Here comes dinner. Sometimes bigger fish follow the flashlight fish, but it tricks them. It turns the lights off. The flashlight fish swims away. Its lights keep it safe.